Chapter Three of the Ministry of Intercession by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. A model of intercession. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and shall say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine is come unto me from a journey, and I have nothing to set before him and he from within shall answer and say trouble me not i cannot rise and give thee i say unto you though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend yet because of his importunity he will arise and give him as many as he needeth luke chapter eleven verses five to eight i have set watchmen upon thy walls o jerusalem which shall never hold their peace day nor night ye that are the lord's remembrancers keep not silence and give him no rest isaiah chapter sixty two verses six and seven we have seen in our previous chapter what power prayer has it is the one power on earth that commands the power of heaven the story of the early days of the church is god's great object lesson to teach his church what prayer can do how it alone but it most surely can draw down the treasures and powers of heaven into the life of earth just remember the lessons we learnt of how prayer is at once indispensable and irresistible did we not see how unknown and untold power and blessing is stored up for us in heaven how that power will make us a blessing to men and fit us to do any work or face any danger how it is to be sought in prayer continually and persistently how they who have the heavenly power can pray it down upon others how in all the intercourse of ministers and people in all the ministrations of christ church it is the one secret of success how it can defy all the power of the world and fit men to conquer that world for christ it is the power of the heavenly life the power of god's own spirit the power of omnipotence that waits for prayer to bring it down in all this prayer there was little thought of personal need or happiness it was the desire to witness for christ and bring him and his salvation to others it was the thought of god's kingdom and glory that possessed these disciples if we would be delivered from the sin of restraining prayer we must enlarge our hearts for the work of intercession the attempt to pray constantly for ourselves must be a failure it is in intercession for others that our faith and love and perseverance will be aroused and that power of the spirit be found which can fit us for saving men we are asking how we may become more faithful and successful in prayer let us see how the master teaches us in the parable of the friend at midnight that intercession for the needy calls forth the highest exercise of our power of believing and prevailing prayer intercession is the most perfect form of prayer it is the prayer christ ever liveth to pray on his throne let us learn what the elements of true intercession are firstly notice the urgent need here intercession has its origin the friend came at midnight an untimely hour he was hungry and could not buy bread if we are to learn to pray aright we must open eye and heart to the need around us 
we hear continually of the thousand millions of heathen and mohammedans living in midnight darkness perishing for lack of the bread of life we hear of five hundred millions of nominal christians the great majority of them almost as ignorant and indifferent as the heathen we see millions in the christian church not ignorant or indifferent and yet knowing little of a walk in the light of god or in the power of a life fed by bread from heaven we have each of us our own circles congregations schools friends missions in which the great complaint is that the light and life of god are too little known surely if we believe what we profess that god alone is able to help that god certainly will help in answer to prayer all this need ought to make intercessors of us people who give their lives to prayer for those around them let us take time to consider and realize the need each christless soul going down into outer darkness perishing of hunger with bread enough and to spare thirty millions a year dying without the knowledge of christ our own neighbours and friends souls entrusted to us dying without hope christians around us living a sickly feeble fruitless life surely there is a need for prayer nothing nothing but prayer to god for help will avail secondly note the willing love the friend took his weary hungry friend into his house and into his heart too he did not excuse himself by saying he had no bread he gave himself at midnight to seek it for him he sacrificed his night's rest his comfort to find the needed bread love seeketh not its own it is the very nature of love to give up and forget itself for the sake of others it takes their needs and makes them its own it finds its real joy in living and dying for others as christ did it is the love of a mother to her prodigal son that makes her pray for him true love to souls will become in us the spirit of intercession it is possible to do a great deal of faithful earnest work for our fellow-men without true love to them just as a lawyer or a physician from a love of his profession and a high sense of faithfulness to duty may interest himself most thoroughly in clients or patients without any special love to each so servants of christ may give themselves to their work with devotion and even self-sacrificing enthusiasm without the christ-like love to souls being strong it is this lack of love that causes so much shortcoming in prayer it is as love of our profession and work delight in thoroughness and diligence sink away in the tender compassion of christ that love will compel us to prayer because we cannot rest in our work if souls are not saved true love must pray thirdly note the sense of impotence we often speak of the power of love in one sense this is true and yet the truth has its limitations which must not be forgotten the strongest love may be utterly impotent a mother might be willing to give her life for her dying child and yet not be able to save it the friend at midnight was most willing to give his friend bread but he had none it was this sense of impotence of his inability to help that sent him a begging my friend is come to me and i have nothing to set before him it is this sense of impotence with god's servants that is the very strength of the life of intercession 
i have nothing to set before them as this consciousness takes possession of the minister or missionary the teacher or worker intercession will become their only hope and refuge i may have knowledge and truth a loving heart and the readiness to give myself for those under my charge but the bread of heaven i cannot give them with all my love and zeal i have nothing to set before them blessed the man who has made that i have nothing the motto of his ministry as he thinks of the judgment day and the danger of souls as he sees what a supernatural power and life is needed to save men from sin as he feels how utterly insufficient all he can ever do is to give them life that i have nothing urges him to pray intercession appears to him as he thinks of the midnight darkness and the hungry souls as his only hope the one thing in which his love can take refuge let us take the lesson to heart for a warning to all who are strong and wise to work for the encouragement of all who are feeble the sense of our impotence is the soul of intercession the simplest feeblest christian can pray down blessing from an almighty god fourthly note the faith in prayer what he has not himself another can supply he has a rich friend near who will be both able and willing to give the bread he is sure that if he only asks he will receive this faith makes him leave his home at midnight if he has not the bread himself to give he can ask another it is this simple confident faith that god will give that we need where it really exists there will surely be no mistake about our not praying and in god's word we have everything that can stir and strengthen such faith in us just as the heaven our natural eye can see is one great ocean of sunshine with its light and heat giving beauty and fruitfulness to earth scripture shows us god's true heaven filled with all spiritual blessings divine light and love and life heavenly joy and peace and power all shining down upon us it reveals to us god waiting delighting to bestow these blessings in answer to prayer by a thousand promises and testimonies it calls and urges us to believe that prayer will be heard that what we cannot possibly do ourselves for those whom we want to help can be got by prayer surely there can be no question as to our believing that prayer will be heard that through prayer the poorest and feeblest can dispense blessings to the needy and each of us though poor may yet be making many rich fifth note the importunity that prevails the faith of the friend met a sudden and unexpected check the rich friend refuses to hear i cannot rise and give thee how little the loving heart had counted on this disappointment it cannot consent to accept it the supplicant presses his threefold plea here is my needy friend you have abundance i am your friend and refuses to accept a denial the love that opened his house at midnight and then left it to seek help must win this is the central lesson of the parable in our intercession we may find that there is difficulty and delay with the answer it may be as if god says i cannot give thee it is not easy against all appearances to hold fast our confidence that he will hear and to persevere in full assurance that we shall have what we ask and yet this is what god looks for from us 
he so highly prizes our confidence in him it is so essentially the highest honour the creature can render the creator that he will do anything to train us in the exercise of this trust in him blessed is the man who is not staggered by god's delay or silence or apparent refusal but is strong in faith giving glory to god such faith perseveres importunately if need be and cannot fail to inherit the blessing sixth note last the certainty of a rich reward i say unto you because of his importunity he will give him as many as he needeth oh that we might learn to believe in the certainty of an abundant answer a prophet said of old let not your hands be weak your work shall be rewarded would that all who feel it difficult to pray much would fix their eye on the recompense of the reward and in faith learn to count upon the divine assurance that their prayer cannot be in vain if we will but believe in god and his faithfulness intercession will become to us the very first thing we take refuge in when we seek blessing for others and the very last thing for which we cannot find time and it will become a thing of joy and hope because all the time we pray we know that we are sowing seed that will bring forth fruit an hundredfold disappointment is impossible i say unto you he will rise and give him as many as he needeth let all lovers of souls and all workers in the service of the gospel take courage time spent in prayer will yield more than that given to work prayer alone gives work its worth and its success prayer opens the way for god himself to do his work in us and through us let our chief work as god's messengers be intercession in it we secure the presence and power of god to go with us which of you shall have a friend at midnight and shall say to him friend lend me three loaves this friend is none other but our god do let us learn that in the darkness of midnight at the most unlikely time and in the greatest need when we have to say of those we love and care for i have nothing to set before them we have a rich friend in heaven the everlasting god and father who only waits to be asked aright let us confess before him our lack of prayer let us admit that the lack of faith of which it is the proof is the symptom of a life that is not spiritual that is yet all too much under the power of self and the flesh and the world let us in the faith of the lord jesus who spoke this parable and himself waits to make every trait of it true in us give ourselves to be intercessors let every sight of souls needing help let every stirring of the spirit of compassion let every sense of our own impotence to bless let every difficulty in the way of our getting an answer just combine to urge us to do this one thing with importunity to cry to the god who alone can help who in answer to our prayer will help and let us if we indeed feel that we have failed do our utmost to train a young generation of christians who profit by our mistake and avoid it moses could not enter the land of canaan but there was one thing he could do he could at god's bidding charge joshua and encourage him and strengthen him deuteronomy chapter three verse twenty eight 
if it is too late for us to make good our failure let us at least encourage those who come after us to enter into the good land the blessed life of unceasing prayer the model intercessor is the model christian worker first to get from god and then to give to men what we ourselves secure from day to day is the secret of successful work between our impotence and god's omnipotence intercession is the blessed link End of chapter 3